The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. On Saturday the 22nd, our very own Buck Baloo will be inducted into the inaugural Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame class. It's another prestigious honor for Buck, and everyone in the Fan family couldn't be prouder. Congratulations, Buck, from everyone at The Fan. Welcome to the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. And get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Let them wow you. Nerney here. Derek Thomas here. Adam Gillespie, Road Dog. He's on the road as we get this thing started on Thursday morning. And wanted to start the show today with condolences to Charlie Trippy's family. Perhaps the greatest Georgia Bulldog of all time passed away yesterday at 100 years old. And on the athletic field, hey, not many people left their mark like Charlie Trippy did. A college football Hall of Famer a pro football Hall of Famer, and the only NFL Hall of Famer to pass for a thousand yards, rush for a thousand yards, and have a thousand yards receiving. Running back, defensive back, quarterback, kick returner, and an awesome baseball player also, Charlie Trippy, passing away. At 100 years old. Thoughts and prayers going out to his family today. All right, Nernie, let's get to the big take. Bucks. Big. Take. All right, I got to see what I wanted to see last night. Braden scoring two touchdowns. And Rhett forced a fumble with a big hit on the running back. Man, that was awesome. But I also got to see the new Hawks. And the new backcourt got to see Ice Cold Trey and DeJounte Murray making plays and knocking down shots in that brand-new backcourt. DeJounte Murray's debut. Get a load of it. 38 minutes, 20 points, 11 assists, 5 steals, and no turnovers. Yes, sir, baby, I'm liking it. The new Hawks look good. Obviously, Trey is awesome. Collins appears to be taking more of a leadership role. DeAndre Hunter is legit. Capella and Okongwu are a handful in the paint. Look out, Boston. The new Hawks are going to make some noise in the East. Folks, this is going to be fun. DeJounte Murray, 
fits perfectly. Buck's Big Take is sponsored by the Haug Baron Law Group. All right, let's go to the uh, Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on Gator legend and Heisman Trophy winner doing great things. Danny Warfel joins us on the show. Danny, great to have you on, man. We're a little early with the, uh, as you call it, the Florida-Georgia game next week. But great to get you on this week because you got the Desire Cup coming up. And I'm going to be a rookie. Finally, uh, Danny, uh, able to get down there and be with you guys. And I'm wondering, you know, it's a Georgia versus Florida thing. So being a rookie, does that mean I got to face Billy Horschel or Brian Gay in the tournament? Yeah. How's that going to work out? Thank you for bringing that up. There's a few things as a rookie you'll have to do some hazing. There'll be some singing. You may have to push a golf ball with your nose across the putting green. And you do have to compete against Chris DeMarco and Billy Horschel. But uh, you'll be fine. No, we're, we're super happy to have you uh, come next week, Buck. And it's great to talk to you today, my friend. Presented by Pilgrims, the Desire Cup, hosted by the Warful Foundation to support uh, Desire Street Ministries, uh, Seaside Course. They're at Sea Island, uh, Georgia and Florida, man. It, it can't get any better than this. Uh, Danny, talk about the impact the tournament, I believe it's the 12th annual, the impact the tournament's been making. Well, it one, it's just a fun, great uh, event. Uh, we really had a lot of great great people come, celebrities, coaches, players from both schools, and it's, it's been a really fun and inspiring event. But really more than that, this is our primary fundraiser for Desire Street, and so we are working in under-resourced neighborhoods all over the South, uh, working with leaders, helping them to develop their programming. We've helped them develop the after-school enrichment programs, schools, medical clinics, housing programs, job training, uh, doing just some really remarkable things, and so this is just a big boost for us to be able to, to provide that support and, and do it in a way that's fun. So uh, the, the Desire Cup, it's, it's a great event. You know, especially coming off the pandemic, these communities, these neighborhoods, uh, they need uh, help more than ever before, correct? Yeah, well, you have the, the always the, the, the regular challenges in some of these neighborhoods, but then you kind of added, you know, as tough as the pandemic was for all of our kids in school, you know, for neighborhoods where perhaps you didn't have the technology to do school from home, you have an even widening academic gap. So there's a lot a lot of uh, kind of really push to, to make that gap up. There's also a lot of the, the food insecurities and the, the supply chains to where it's already tough uh, in a lot of neighborhoods to get food or get healthy food. And then, again, when the kids weren't in school, that's where they get some of their food. So there's been a lot of kind of food distribution programming that's been added that's been, been really helpful. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's lots of needs everywhere. Uh, and a lot of them right here in our own city. And we're grateful that we're one of many great organizations that are just trying to make a difference. We've talked, we've spoken about it before on the show and always appreciate your time. The uh, it's got to be so rewarding for you to, to see the impact that Desire Street is able to make in these communities, especially right here in Atlanta. Well, you know, I mean, I think there's something in the human heart that when you work hard at anything, it's important, and, and whether you're working hard to, to play a football game, working hard at your job, whatever that is. Um, and so I think there's something neat about that. But there's also, I think, an extra layer 
at least that I've experienced, that when when your work is is moving to impact someone else's life uh, for the better, there's a there's a special place I think, and 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 to be able to be a part of that. I mean, we were just sharing with our kids this morning. We had a devotion, trying to get them to understand that when you when you help somebody in need, it's it's a blessing for them, it's a blessing for you, and, and it makes the world better. And so I, you know, we work hard. We've got a lot of things that we cry about. There's a lot of things that go wrong that are sad. There's a lot of things that don't work out. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we feel really, really good about the work that we're doing and the difference that we're making. All right, we got, as you call it, the Florida-Georgia game coming up next week. Uh, Danny, what do you make of Anthony Richardson and, and the job he's been doing so far? I think he's doing fantastic. I think he was a little bit of a victim of overhype. Uh, and, you know, he's a young kid. He'd only started one game prior to this year. He's very talented. I think he's developing really well. He had a couple games where I think he kind of got in his head a little bit as a young guy. You know, this is a it's a really neat offense that they're running, but I think it's a little bit more complicated on the quarterback than a lot of other offenses. And so he's developing each week. Um, and I think he's he's doing great. I mean, he, he, he made plenty of plays last week for the offense to for our team to beat LSU, just our defense sort of foiled so uh, i'm really pleased with him i like him as a young man and i think he's going to continue to develop and be a great quarterback for florida and beyond i hope uh billy napier the the new head coach for the gators uh, came in he uh, you know t- took the roster they had he's uh, developing a new culture he's he's working hard on the recruiting trail uh, what's been your first impression of coach napier I'm very impressed. I, I, all the things that you just said, I, I'm seeing it in real time. I've spent more time down there in the last seven or eight months than I probably have in other years for for a lot of different reasons. But I'm just really impressed with the culture, as you mentioned. That the recruiting is unbelievable. What they're doing, and uh, you know, you know, he he's he got a little bit of the, the Kirby Smart ish like uh, piece, and and hopefully we'll we'll kind of trend trend like Kirby did. You know, he got he inherited a team. He had to kind of rebuild it a bit, but but through his processes and recruiting and development, obviously George is just a powerhouse. So hopefully, hopefully we'll be uh, be on that same trend over the next couple of years. But uh, we're not not there yet. So you've been impressed with Kirby Smart and the job he's done at Georgia. Oh man, I don't know how you couldn't be. I mean, just um, Georgia's always uh, been a really great team and always had quality players and coaches and done well, but. Just the, the the intensity of the recruiting, the culture, the, the dominance over these past few years have been really, really impressive. I, uh, you know, it pains me a bit as a as a loyal Gator, but just as a football fan, it's it's fun to see. And you played against Kirby. Do you remember uh, him as a defensive back going up against him down in Jacksonville? Yeah, I actually think we we played against him in Athens that one year. When, uh, when when we we scored a lot of points, I'm doing my best here, Buck, not to get too cocky or say anything. But no, you uh, were four zero. Yeah, that was a really good. Uh, we had a good run, and um, you know, I I did know post that that he was there. I probably didn't didn't remember or know him at the time, but uh, definitely know we we played against each other a few years. Danny, you've you've played in the rivalry both in Jacksonville and Athens and Gainesville. There's been a lot of talk, at least from the Georgia side, about bringing the uh, the game back to Athens for recruiting purposes. I mean, you you've experienced the uh, whole gamut of where this game can be played. 
So, so what's your opinion on this? Uh, where do you prefer to see the game played uh, in Jacksonville every year? Uh, did you like the home and home experience that you had in Gainesville and Athens? You know, I think there's just something unique about it being in Jacksonville. For, so from that perspective, from a fan's perspective, I think that's cool. And I would love to, to see that. I definitely understand in this day and age, uh, a, a home recruiting weekend is very important for building a program. So I get that on both sides. Um, but uh, just my, my history leads me to, to, to like it in Jacksonville. You know, we played it in both places and it was great. But it's kind of like any other home away game. You, that's what you do all the time. So to have something unique, you know, whether it was the fans quartered off or halved off as they've done it, is it's kind of a cool, cool environment. And um, so I, I prefer the Jacksonville, but I support whatever. Danny, I've got a, a longtime friend. He played tennis at Georgia when I was at UGA, and he's totally into this pickleball thing. He says you're out there dominating these days, man. You're you're totally in it, and you got the pickle bowl coming up as part of the Desire Cup a golf tournament, also. Yeah, I have really fallen in love. It's a weird name for a sport, but it's a it's a great sport, fastest growing sport in the country. Anyone can play. It's a very simple game to get in and play, and then it also is complex enough to have world-class athletes competing at the highest level. And uh, so I've loved it. We added a, we, what we thought was going to be a small pickleball pickleball tournament, and it has just morphed into a monstrous event next Wednesday <laughs> right before we have – it's a celebrity pro-am now, and we've got some of the best, literally best pickleball pros in the world that are coming, and we're pairing them with celebrities – from the same alma mater. So I'm playing with the pro from Florida. Matt Stinchcomb is playing with a guy from Georgia. We've got Philip Phillips, who won American Idol, who is a huge Georgia fan. He's also playing with the Georgia for Georgia team. We've got Drew Brees playing for Purdue. We've got professional volleyball players, golfers, Rick Barry's playing, uh, the basketball players. So it's going to be a real fun live-streamed event and uh, just another way to, to raise money and, and have fun. Looking forward to being a part of it for the first time, uh, Danny. We'll, we'll look forward to seeing you next week down there. Sure. Appreciate you, man. Thanks again. See you next week. Thanks for coming on. Danny Warfel, 96 Heisman Trophy winner, legendary Gator quarterback, all-around good guy. And I guess I'm, I'm going down, Ernie. I mean, he's got me facing Billy Horschel uh, for crying out loud. I'm going to need some mulligans. Good luck. All right, coming up next, we're going to dive into the college football scene, talk a little Falcons, and Kirby Smart will hang out in the Bulldog Roundtable coming up at 1035. What's up, Buck? It's the Buck Ballou Show on the fans, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car-buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 
50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Show here on the fan 680 and 937 on this gorgeous Thursday. Got a little high school football game tonight. But uh, Friday night is when most of the games are. Want to invite you to check out what we've got cooking here on Extra 106.3, Atlanta's conservative news. Uh, talk. You can uh, listen to high school football every Friday night on that extra app. And this week's big matchup we're producing is Carrollton taking on Westlake. Kickoff tomorrow night at 7.30. You can join us for the pregame show at 7. Then after the ball game, stay tuned to the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show with Westy and Mooney Ham. Get scores and updates from around Georgia. That's the state. Friday night football game of the week and high school scoreboard show are powered by Georgia Power and presented by Truist, Marco's Pizza, the University of West Georgia, and Fox 5 Atlanta. And let's get to the top five. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. Blue's Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, Buck, it's a relatively deep south top five here. I like it. Uh, starting over uh, on the on the Atlantic side, if you will, of the deep south in Clemson. What do, what do you make? What did you hear about this Clemson players only meeting? You know anything about this? Well, as I understand it, it was a defensive players-only meeting. The offensive guys weren't invited, led by the captains on that defensive side of the ball. Look, they have been really inconsistent defensively. They allowed 200 rushing yards against Florida State. I mean, can you believe it? Allowed two fourth-quarter touchdown drives. Plus, they had 24 missed tackles. Ooh, that's ugly. So there's a reason why the captains on that Clemson defense call this players-only meeting really inconsistent. And look, at this point in the season, you should have tightened it up by now. Seriously. So expect Clemson to go out and shut down Syracuse on Saturday. So they'll respond to the players-only meeting. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Well, moving over in the deep south, uh, Buck, a lot of controversy uh, about Jermaine Burton after yeah, the think. after the uh, the celebration there up in Knoxville. Video coming out. So, uh, would you lay the hammer down on Jermaine Burton? You mean if I was Nick Saban? Yeah, some discipline coming in for uh, Jermaine. Uh, absolutely. Now, I saw Coach Saban <clears throat> said there would be some internal discipline going on. Seems like the. 
college football fans in general, they don't like the internal discipline because yeah. they don't know what kind of discipline's going down. Of course, it's probably harder than most people think, but is running gassers enough for this? I would think he's going to get a multi-game suspension, and then you would have to issue an apology to the young lady and her family. And I think you would have to have a conversation with Jermaine, too, about why he reacted that way. And it was disturbing. It didn't look like the young lady, Emily Isaacs, I believe her name was. Uh, she was not taunting or talking any trash. She just happened to be walking by and took a little shot upside the head. Now, I'm getting a kick out of the coverage on this because I'm seeing headlines that in these articles that, that are up and about right now that he allegedly struck. Allegedly? Can you not see the video? There's nothing allegedly about it. And then I saw another headline that said they're investigating the claim that he hit this young lady. The claim? Have you not seen the video? Yeah, it's right there on the, on the only internet. I mean, goodness. I mean, I would want to know why you reacted that way. She wasn't in your face. She just happened to be walking by. He's got to get a multi-game suspension here. Yeah, that sounds about right, Buck. Uh, all right, let's move on. Still staying, uh, talking about Bama, though. Any idea what Coach Coach Heupel did to celebrate that big win over Bama up on Rocky Top? Well, I saw him smoking that big cigar. Well, that's, uh, just about everybody had a cigar for that one, right? Man, that's I, the tradition. That cigar store there in Knoxville, they cleaned <laughs> up. I'm sure. My goodness, and he had a big one, too. I mean, the only time I've seen a coach smoking a cigar that big was Irk Russell back in the day. But uh, what after he smoked the cigar, from what I understand, Coach Heupel did what most of these big-time head coaches do, and that is they they recruited. Well, I mean, it's a good recruiting tool. I'm See telling we you, just man, did? you had some big-time recruits in town for the game, so you had to spend time with them. I, I don't know. They picked up the phone, called some of the other recruits that weren't able to make it in there. Tennessee right now, you look at the 2023 class, they're number 12. I imagine that'll go up or closer to one. Yeah, right? you would think. And Coach Heupel, smart. And you got to take advantage of this. These opportunities that you get. That was a great time to be talking recruiting, uh, telling these kids about coming to Tennessee. All right, Buck, moving on. Now, we know you're a Georgia man. But, Buck, do I do see you? here, will you dare talk some smack, do a little criticizing of... Bossman David Dickey's Florida Gators? You, you can't do that on the air, can you? Watch yourself now, bud. The Florida Gators. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right. The worst third down defense in college football. Ow. Do you know the Gators' defense is allowing a conversion rate on third down of 54%? There are 131 teams playing this big-time college football. The Gators are last. They are in the cellar. Nobody's playing worse defensively on third down than the Gators. Can't Wait, get off there's the field. More. Yeah, that's there's more criticism coming down. They're in the same situation they were they were in last year same deal they got they're gonna have to beat florida state in the final game of the regular season to get to a bowl game which is sort of embarrassing well best of luck to the gators on and look i didn't mean to throw that in our <laughs> owner's face david dickey 
He just happens to be a, a Florida grad. You're just calling it like you see it here. Yeah, I mean, uh, nothing show. else than that. Fair enough. All right. No cheap shots. I'm sorry, Mr. Dickey. <laughs> so, Buck, all right, finishing up the top five. We'll just say a less than stellar week of college football coming up, especially here locally, Tech playing tonight, Georgia with the off week, getting ready for the Florida Gators. What's the top matchup here in week eight, Buck? What do you got, like Bama-Mississippi State? Uh, well, no, Alabama's won 14 straight over State. <laughs> well, that's what it says here. I was supposed to say that. And the last two, they've won by 40-plus. Yeah, not so much a rivalry there. Now, hold on. Alabama's secondary, giving up some big-time plays. So, you know. They sling it out there. State, their specialty is to pass it around. You know, no, I think the game of the week is going to be out in the Pac-12, believe it or not. Yeah, okay. UCLA and Oregon. 3.30 kickoff in Eugene. Fox has got it. UCLA coming in ranked number nine, 6-0, 6-0 undefeated. Taking on an Oregon team at last check in this part of the country here in the Deep South. Oregon was getting whooped up on by Georgia. But I tell you what, if you've paid attention, you probably hadn't. They've won five in a row since then by an average of 25 points a game. Yeah, that win looks better and better as the season moves on. And Bo Nix, he's one of the top-rated quarterbacks in college football right now, completing over 70% of his passes, number 10 in total QBR. Bruins, by the way, they've had two weeks to get ready for this matchup. Their last win in Eugene, DT, DT, you were in diapers the last time they won at Oregon. How long ago was it? Uh, 2004. Oh, yeah, okay. I was, I, I, I I was trained at that point, but uh, yeah. Derek was a late bloomer, Buck. There you go. There's your top five. Five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Yeah, Buck, if you're a if you're a Georgia fan, go Ducks. Keep it going all the way through the season. Makes that win look better and better. Go Ducks. Uh, we're going to talk Falcons football in just a second, but wanted to throw this out there first. Falcons fans, are you listening? If you're a school teacher and could use an extra $500, attorney Ken Nugent and Grady Jarrett want to help you out this football season for each Falcons game, and there's 17 of them. Ken is donating $500 to teachers throughout the state of Georgia. To register to win, go to attorneykennugent.com, one call, that's all. And don't forget to tune in and catch Grady with the locker room every Tuesday at 8.30 in the morning as they recap the previous week's action. Let's talk Falcons. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Yeah, getting ready for the Bengals showdown coming up on Sunday in Cincinnati. Falcons have won three of their last four games. Man, it feels good. Two, three, and three teams going at it. And the Falcons on offense, you know what the deal is. Going to try to dominate that time of possession, running the football effectively, keeping that Bengals offense over there on the sideline. Falcons defensive coordinator Dean Pease has done a great job watching them play of mixing up the coverages. I mean, they're not sitting back playing a, a quarters coverage or, or cover one over and over. Now they're mixing this thing up. Dean Pease, he's changing the culture over there on that Falcons defense. Now, We've had one of our starting cornerbacks go down. 
So we're going to have a, a second-year player lining up out there opposite of A.J. Terrell. But good news, A.J. Terrell back at practice yesterday, which is a good, good thing. Let's hear about. Let's hear from Coach Smith talking about the cornerback, Darren Hall, who's stepping in. What is it that you feel like he brings to the table as a guy who hasn't seen a lot of? Yeah, you're looking at it all wrong. Okay. I mean, I know everybody's used to like just a depth chart and those are the guys and write it in stone and may post draft and you know they just sit there and eleven guys just sit there with their helmets. Everybody's gonna play and we got different roles and depends on the plan. And so um, seen a lot of progress in Darren. Very pleased with him. Uh, glad he's on our team. Yeah, and I hope he plays well on Sunday because don't you know Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to be trying to carve him up. Falcons on offense, as I mentioned, running that football. And how about Marcus Mariota stepping up, delivering big time last weekend? What was he, 13 of 14? Even got Kyle Pitts a touchdown catch in the game. Let's hear from Mariota talking about getting the ball to Pitts. Kyle's going to be open, even if he is kind of somewhat covered. You just got to get the ball. Um, so I think he does a great job, no matter what, of winning some of these 50-50 contested uh, catches. It's on me to give him more opportunities. Um, but I think as we get going, as the season continues to progress, uh, we'll find ways to get in the football. Falcons and Bengals coming up on Sunday. Uh, apparently, the Falcons, Pro Football Focus had this. They've determined the Falcons have the easiest remaining schedule in the National Football League. Number two, the Buccaneers. This might be a race to the finish line. You go, Falcons. And there's your Falcons talk today. Hey, man, wanted to give you the heads up on some big news. Buck Blue Show on uh, coming up tomorrow. We're going to be at the T-Mobile store, 5900 Spout Springs Road in Flowery Branch, right down the road from the Falcons complex. We're going to be broadcasting live, doing the show from 10 to 11. I'll be sticking around from 11 to 12 to sell my book, Inside the Hedges, from 11 to noon, be selling and signing those books. want to invite you to come on by, and you've got a chance. How about this? This is huge. you got a chance to come on by, say hello, and get registered for your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the upcoming Bulldogs versus the Tennessee Volunteers at Sanford Stadium. Four tickets. You've got a chance to be a winner. Seeing overnight where the tickets, the minimum ticket price on the secondary market, $650. And that's the lowest price out there. Folks, come by and see us tomorrow. T-Mobile store, Spout Springs Road, and Flowery Branch. 10 to 12 for your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the upcoming Bulldogs game against the Tennessee Volunteers. Man, that is going to be awesome for somebody. I want to see you win. All right, it's now time for the Bulldog Roundtable and my conversation with head coach Kirby Smart. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25-20, far side line, 15-10-5, get in there, touchdown! 
Glog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. How Glog Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Joining me now, Georgia Bulldog head coach, Coach Kirby Smart. Been busy on the recruiting trail here. Uh, Kirby, has the life on the road recruiting these days? Oh, it's been great. Um, uh, it's good to get out, you know, publicize these high schools and get around uh, the players and, and give the high schools the recognition they deserve. Coach, I, I get a kick out of these people say it's an off week. Uh, <laughs> you guys are working all the time. I call it a bye week. And so, uh, you know, as far as the uh, the coaching staff goes, is this one of those weeks you're doing a lot of self-scouting, looking at uh, at your team and what they've been doing? Yeah, a lot of that. We we, we, we call it work week as a, a chance to get better. And uh, we told them, you know, there's two kinds of, kinds of team. The average team that, that looks at a bye week as a chance to just rest, recover, relax, uh, coast. And then the elite teams who, who, who attack their weaknesses, who get uh, extra recovery, who get uh, extra work in. And that's what we're trying to be as an elite team. So uh, it's it been great so far and done a good job. Heading into a tough stretch here, and I know you're focused on the Gators down in Jacksonville. What is it that impresses you about Billy Napier and the job he's done down there with the Gators so far? Well, he's really consistent. He's got a, a philosophy he believes in. You think about every game he's been in, he's done a really good job of uh, of keeping the games close and uh, understanding how to uh, manage the clock with his team. Um, played really physical against uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, Utah. Um, they're an extremely physical football team, even LSU. They, they, they know how to run the ball. they got good backs, extremely athletic quarterback. You know, I just I, I know Billy well, and I know the way he coaches. He does a great job. You guys are going to face a lot of top-quality quarterbacks here the rest of the way, and the Gators have a guy that uh, Richardson, a big-time runner, uh, I would imagine you guys are going to be getting ready to face that quarterback running the football a little bit down in Jacksonville. Yeah, well, he can do both. He's a great athlete. You know, he's got a super strong arm, powerful arm. Uh, his run, his runs have been extremely explosive. Uh, he's hard to tackle, uh, and they do a really good job of utilizing his skill set. Coach, how much uh, – we've got one of our staff members here. I was asking them what what they would ask you, and uh, one of them said uh, – wanted to know how much motivating do you have to do with uh, your team from week to week? Uh, you know, is it something you got to do most every week, or is it uh, your team is – is self-motivating or the the seniors doing a good job of that for you most weeks how how's that go well i don't i don't think it's anybody's individual responsibility it's 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 each player's um job to to handle their own you know self-motivation i think we do a good job of uh telling them what we need from them and what the plan is each week but the the players carry out uh the the message and the energy that we need to be successful so i don't i don't really see it falling on one one entity it falls on all of us is that something you're looking for uh the, the student athlete when you're recruiting is uh, one of the the things you're looking at just what is he a self-motivated guy does he need to be motivated yeah, I mean, that along with a lot of things, that's an important attribute to have and hard to measure it, you know, in high school because we don't get uh, to be around these guys much. But um, it's definitely one of the important traits of a, of a good football player, a good student athlete. Coach, how are you feeling about your team at this point in time in the season? 
uh, as you get ready for this tough stretch everybody's looking at? Well, it's, it's real simple. we got to get better. And uh, we know what's coming down the road, and we don't look down the road. We look at where we are today, and, and that's been the focus this week. Be where our feet are. Really focus on um, – um, what you're doing now so that later um, you can be at your best when your best is needed. And uh, don't wait to, to, to get ready. We're, we're, we're getting ready now. Coach, what about that ex-wide receiver spot? Is there a chance you're going to get Mitchell back for this uh, stretch run? Uh, guy like Arian Smith. I, I see you got Coach McClendon. Looks like he's done a nice job with Bell and Meeks developing some of these young wide receivers. Uh, uh, what are your expectations out there uh, heading uh, the rest of the way? Well, we're trying to get everybody healthy, not just those guys. And uh, that's the hard thing about football. You've got to create depth on your team uh, so that if you have injuries, you can overcome them. And if you have them, you got to try to get them back. And that's certainly what we've tried to do is, is get everybody back so we can make the stretch run. Coach, I you know you're busy. We appreciate your time. Every time you, you come on, we appreciate it very much. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And go dogs. Great to have Kirby on as the Bulldogs are going through the bye week. There's nothing off. Well, the, the players don't have to practice, but coaching staff is working really, really hard. Coming back on the other side, we've got a little college football nugget about a game going down tonight. We'll talk about that next. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. show on the fan 680 and 93.7 man we appreciate you hanging out with us knee deep in the football season still hurting from the Braves loss though have to admit at least the Hawks are looking good love that new backcourt man we're gonna make some noise this year in the east Well, let's see what's left on the show today. Oh, wow. It's, it's time for a college football nugget. 
Mmm, tasty. It's time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, got some Thursday night college football tonight. Georgia Tech taking on Virginia, a 7.30 kickoff. I'm sorry, toe meets leather at 7.30. You can hear it all right here on the fan. Cavs are 2-4 and four under Tony Elliott. First-year coach out of Clemson. Jackets a three-point favorite in the game. So let's break it down real quick. All right, the Cavaliers offense, they're a run-first offense. They're not throwing the ball very well. Tech's defense, got to step up and play the run tough in this one tonight. And that includes defending the quarterback run. Got to make sure you slow him down. Now, Tech, they look pretty good stopping the run against Duke, who ran the ball very well so far coming into that game. So there's a little bit of success Tech has had against the run game. Tech on offense. All right, Jeff Sims. Looks good since the coaching change. And they've got an opportunity to have some success throwing the football around tonight. Cavaliers defense not great against the pass. They have been good, though, limiting the big explosive plays. I'm looking for Jeff Sims to go out and have a, a big night in this game tonight. My pick? I like Tech. And, no, I really do. I like Tech in the game tonight. We got Tech covering that three-point spread. I know what you were thinking I was going to say. I like Tech. No, I really do. That brings us right into the final word today on the show. Man, it goes by quick. Hey, want to give you the heads up, man. Arnett's Chop Shop in Chambly is throwing a big tailgate for the biggest college football game of the year, Georgia, Florida. You'll take in the big game on big screens, enjoying big game day eats and a big open bar at Arnett's version of the cocktail party. And so you've... uh, We've had some people already benefit listening to the Buck Blue Show this week. And we've got a pair of tickets we'll give away right now. 404-231-1680 to the big tailgate at Arnett's. VIP access opens at 2 p.m. General admission starts at 3. And the party goes to the final whistle. To learn more or to purchase your VIP and general admission tickets, go to arnettschopshop.com. Two tickets we're giving away right now you got to be 21 or older to win we've got two more to give away tomorrow and remember now we'll be live broadcasting in flowery branch tomorrow at the t-mobile location on spout springs road be there from 10 to 12 you got a chance to register and win a four pack of tickets to the bulldogs and tennessee game coming up at sanford stadium those tickets are going to be hard to come by so come on by and say hello and uh, pick up a a gift for somebody you love inside the hedges. I'll be signing my new book from 11 to noon. That's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show today. For Nerney and Derek Thomas and Adam Gillespie, have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Okay, thanks a lot, Buck.
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing, or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.